In this week's episode, I talk about being a buyer, where to start, and what to expect. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 17 of Real Estate Chat with Jay-Z. I'm Jason Zwalik of the Zwalik Group and First Team in Christie's International Real Estate here in Orange County, California. I hope you are having a fantastic day and had a great weekend. So I'm going to jump in today and really talk about buyers. So if you're a buyer, this is going to be very beneficial to you. So last week in our episode, when I was looking at what is happening in the market right now, we talked about how demand is up 25% and is going to be increasing as we move through the next couple months. So what this means is there's more buyers coming on the market. And because of with these more buyers coming on the market, I thought, you know what, I'm going to talk about the buyers and what to expect, especially if you're a first-time home buyer. If you're experienced, um, there's always some good tidbits here, but uh, if you're a first-time home buyer, this is going to be very important for you. So really, when you're looking at a buyer, a lot of times when we're talking to our buyers out there, buyers say, I don't even know where to start. I don't have time to start. I don't know what to do. I want to get into the market, but I just don't know where to start. So I'm hoping that we're going to be able to alleviate some of that today and answer some of those questions of where you start. Also, what to expect as you move through the process from the time that you have decided, hey, I want to buy a home to getting those keys and sitting down in your new property. So first of all, it's an exciting time. So if you're a buyer, you're looking to invest into real estate, it's fantastic. You're looking at uh, increasing your portfolio. You're increasing, looking at buying an appreciating asset, which is awesome. And it's just a great way to really build some wealth for yourself. And uh, I think that's fantastic. So where to start? So the first two things that I would say of where to start, and really they can be interchangeable. Uh, if you'd like, is either starting by talking to an agent or starting by talking to a lender. Uh, Typically, if you start by talking to an agent, uh, the agent should have a couple lenders that they can recommend you to. And I definitely suggest talking to more than one lender. Uh, Really shop it around um, because especially if you're going to be looking at getting a 30-year mortgage rate, um, you want to make sure you have the lowest and and, and might be able to save some money in certain areas. So this is something that you really want to do. So if you're sitting down with an agent, get a lender, and that's going to be really your first call. You really want to talk to a lender and find out everything they need from you to be able to get you a pre-approval for a mortgage. Uh, You may find out that you got to wait a year, um, which is very important. You don't want to start looking and then find out you can't you can't buy, um, but you also want to find out exactly how much you can afford and what you're going to be comfortable with. And there may be charges that you're and items that you don't think of that the lender will be able to help you with. So that's something that you really need to do. So step one: sit down with an agent or lender, and um, and find out exactly what you can afford, how you can get your mortgage. And like I said, that's either going to be getting referrals from an agent. Or if you have a lender that you're comfortable with and you know that they're going to give you the best deal, then definitely work, work with them. Um, because finding someone that you're going to be comfortable with is definitely, and you can trust, is definitely important. 
Step two, so we've talked to the lender, and that step two is going to be meeting with an agent. So you really do want to sit down with an agent, and you want to sit down with a good buyer's agent. You want to find that really good buyer's agent. And this is something that really sticks with me because when I look at the real estate industry as a whole, when you sit down and you're ready to sell your home, you sit down and you may interview one or two agents or three or four agents, and they're all going to come in and every agent has their listing presentation. So they sit down with you and they show you how they're going to market your home, where they're going to market your home. Uh, they talk about how their company can help you sell, uh, get your home sold, get you the most money, in, most money in the fastest amount of time. And every agent that is a good agent has a, a solid listing presentation. Okay. Now, when you buy a home, I would say that number of agents that have a good buyer presentation drops dramatically. And from when I look at it, I'm looking at it from a perspective, well, the same amount of money is being spent, is being moved, moved back and forth from a buyer to a seller. So why aren't we sitting down and giving just as much thought into a buyer that as we are into a seller. Typically, what you end up seeing with a buyer is, okay, what are you looking for? You're looking for three beds, two baths, 1,400 square feet. You want a nice lot. Okay, perfect. And what cities are you looking for? Okay, you're looking in Irvine. You're looking in Tustin. You're looking in Costa Mesa, and you're looking in Newport. Perfect. And what's your price point? A million dollars. Okay, awesome. I'm going to send you properties. You tell me what you like, and we'll go see them. Or you go see them, and when you find something, tell me, and I'll, I'll start negotiating. So that is the buyer's strategy. And to me, that is, is really not doing any good for the buyer, okay? Now, I, I love having our buyers go out and look at open houses uh, on their own um, because, you know what, they start to feel the areas that they want to live in. And that's something that's really important. But when you sit down with a buyer's agent, a, your buyer's agent should have a strategy for you. How are they going to find you that property? And more importantly, once that property is found, how are they going to make sure that you get it? How are they going to secure it for you? So number one, what is that strategy? When you sit down with your agent, the first thing you ask is, what is your strategy? How do you work? So what are you going to do? Personally, what we do is we will ask all those questions and find out exactly what are the wants and needs of our clients, and then we'll come up with a way to find those homes. So typically what we do is we'll go out and we'll start looking at properties. So if there's 15 homes that fit that three-bed, two-bath, 1,400 square feet on a nice lot in the four cities like Irvine, Tustin, Costa Mesa, and Newport, if there's 15 homes that fit that match, we'll go look at all 15, if possible, sometimes it's not possible, but we'll do as best we can to look at all 15. And that way we can cut them down because some of them may not work. We've been in homes that have said they're four bedrooms and you have to walk through the master to get to the, the, the fourth bedroom. So really that's not a fourth bedroom, that's a, that's a three bedroom. So things like that we can start eliminating as, so that when we take our buyers out on the weekend, they're looking at actual homes that they may purchase. So that 15 may be cut down to five. So really what that does is it waste, it, we're not wasting any time. We're looking at properties that are fitting the needs and, and making sure that our clients know exactly what they're doing. And that's what your agent should do. And that's what you should be looking for in a good buyer's agent. Also, if for some reason there's no homes on the market, do they have any strategies for off-market properties? 
Um, are will they go door knocking in, in an area that you like? Um, do they have a good letter that they can send out that will really grab the attention of sellers that may be thinking about selling but they're not really ready? Um, is there is there something that we can do to find off market properties? Do they have a solid um, sneak preview system so with other agents so that if other agents have properties that are coming up or are on the off market um, do they have access to those so these are little things that you can come up with as a strategy on a whole and figure out hey this is what i'm going to do for you to help you find the home that you want now once you find the home what is their negotiation tr training what what do they do to negotiate how does that where do they go from there? Do they present in person? Do they do a package? Do they just email it? Um, do they get on the phone? Uh, that's the one thing that I find is completely lost in this industry now is really with it, especially with emails, is the lack of communication verbally. Everything's done by text, by email. Um, we've had offers sent on properties that I didn't even know the offer was sent until the next day. Uh, it went into my spam folder or um, the, e the email was sent and it's just basically here's an offer on your on the property so how is that representing the buyers right you need to be writing something about the buyers you should be calling the agent and saying hey I'm super excited to be submitting an offer you did a great job on this listing our clients love the house this is who they are this is what they do this is why they love the house they're super excited to get to to make this offer and you know what I mean you really want to represent have your agent represent you so that you get the home. So so that's something that really, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about it because I really believe that it's a, it's a lacking in the industry it is really the, the solid buyer's agent. So when you're out there, um, when you're interviewing your agents, when you're meeting an agent, make sure you ask the proper questions. What kind of strategies do they have on the buy side to find the right home um, opposed to just uh, putting you on a drip campaign and getting properties sent to you every day, which, by the way, is is a method, is, is, is another way because you do want to send those properties through so that you are getting them but you also there has to be stuff that that shouldn't be all that's done that is one very small part of it so from there we're going to start looking at areas and in my example i use like tustin irvine costa mesa newport so what you want to do is you want to find areas that you really like so that may involve going out to some open houses and driving the areas or even just taking a saturday and say hey let's go check out lake forest let's go check out aliso viejo and drive around and check out that area and see if you know what yeah i could see ourselves living here i like this area i like the parks i like the restaurants um, these, this is a typical area that I would want to live in. And the, and the reasoning, reasoning you want to do this is because you just want to make sure that you're comfortable in the areas. And when you're looking at here, like say for instance, you're looking at Orange County. Orange County is, is, is pretty big. So you want to make sure that, hey, do I want to live up in Huntington or do I want to live in San Clemente? Um, two completely different areas, both beach towns, both have similarities but you know what they're, they're, they're different areas so you need to know where you want to be um, similarly here we have different counties we have San Diego County Orange County LA County which are pretty close to us and then inland you've got Riverside and, and San, San Bernardino so do you want to which county do you want to live in uh, we've had buyers come down and and that are from out of town and we have shown them they've, they've looked in different areas they've looked in different cities they've looked in different um, uh, counties and to figure out exactly where they want to buy so i think that's that's really important so now once you've picked your agent 
once you know your lender, you know what you're approved for, you know the area you want to live in. Now the fun part is you start to go look at properties. So once you're out there, you're going to be looking at all these properties. And depending on your timeline, which is really important, so when you want to be in that house, uh, is going to really dictate how many homes you're looking at per week. If you're going out once a week, if you're going out once every other week, if you're going out um, every couple days, um, it really depends on your timeline. And when you sit down with your agent, again, um, just to backpedal a little bit, you're going to go over that timeline. They're going to show you, they should show you. So from the time that you start looking, if this is your end game is six months, okay, we need to be looking at properties um, on this date. We need to be writing offers on this date. We need to be in escrow by this date to be able to close by this date. And it's a running timeline. Now, if that end date changes, it should be a simple shift. Okay, that's perfect. Now we can just shift our timeline to fit your end game if that makes sense so so really you want to look at your timeline so now we're out there we're looking at properties and you find the properties that you love now you're going to start writing offers so once you start writing those offers and like we talked about um, your agent should be out there presenting them um, representing you as best as possible and negotiating on your behalf and then once we enter into those uh, once we find a house we write an offer Amazingly, it's accepted. We're super happy. Everything's everything's going great. We've got the we've got the offer accepted. We've just bought a house. Well, we have to put the brakes on a little bit because now we've just entered escrow. So now that we're in escrow, what we need to do is we are going to um, go through all of the contingencies that are going to happen from the start of escrow to get us to close and you're gonna make sure that all the contingencies are met at, for you as a buyer. The number one contingency is gonna be your inspection. So that's gonna be you doing your due diligence to make sure that there's nothing A, wrong with the property or wrong with the area. And we always get that question, what, what do you mean the area? So um, example could be, are the schools where you want to where you want to be able to send your kids. So if you have kids and you really want to go to the school, you call the school and say, "Hey, I'm I'm I've just I'm in escrow on this house. I want to be able to send our kids there. Or is that is that going to be an issue?" No, perfect. Okay, um, we actually for on a personal experience, we had someone that um, bought a property, drove by it at night, and realized that the f uh, sport fields next door their lights shone right into their backyard. Um, which was kind of crazy, actually. And uh, so they decided uh, to not move forward on the property because it was going to be uh, annoying to them. Um, so things like that, you really want to do your due diligence on that. And so that is the first contingency period. And that's typically, a, per the contract, 17 days. Another contingency is the appraisal. So if you're getting a loan, the lender will want to have the house appraised to make sure that it um, hits the value of the loan amount um, and the, the sale the sale price. So so if the house sold for seven hundred thousand, they'll send out an appraiser. The appraiser will look at all the comps, will look at the home itself and the market, and give assign the number to make sure that that number the bank's investment is protected essentially. And that's seventeen days as well. Twenty one days is the loan the loan contingency. The loan contingency is essentially just stating that the by at that 21 by the 21 days into escrow you are the loan is fully approved. 
so even though you get a pre-approval, you're not fully approved until an underwriter, so this is someone at the bank that takes a look at the file, goes through all the finances, makes sure every dots all the I's and crosses all the T's, and then you get that final approval on day 21. Now, this is so important. When you're going through this, on day 21, you get that approval from the lender, and everyone's happy because that's really the last contingency that's being removed. So the, in the loan has gone through. You're ready to roll. We're ready to close. We can close in nine days. We are going to own a house. So you know what we do? We go out and we buy a bunch of furniture because we got new furniture. So we go and we take out a credit card, uh, 24, 24 months, no interest, no payment on at Ashley Furniture, and we buy a bunch of furniture. This is the biggest mistake possible. Over that time, your agent should be telling you, and if not, I'm telling you, do not take out any new credit. So do not buy any new cars. Do not buy any new furniture. Do not do anything um, major purchases on your credit card because right before the loan funds, they will run another credit check. And we have actually seen loans fall apart at the last minute because of a purchase made by a buyer. There was actually someone in our office who had two, a client who bought two cars through in, during escrow. Two. Two cars. And by buying those cars, it pushed them out of the qualification for the loan and their whole deal fell through. So super important. So now the 21 days are done. That contingency is over. Now we were moving towards that 30 day which is typically how long an escrow period is and once we move into that 30 days we're looking at it as this we are ready to close a couple days before that so usually we do about three days before we close we do a buyer walkthrough and what that is is we are going to walk through the property one last time that is going to we're going to Make sure that the property is in the exact same condition it was when you made your offer. So some people say, oh, there's holes in the wall where they had pictures, things like that. Th those are items are not <laughs> um, of t t uh, things to worry about. What we're looking for is uh, the fireplace that was in the corner is still there. Uh, there's no massive holes in the wall. Uh, the the stove top that was supposed to be there is still there. Uh, the the all the lighting that was agreed up, that was attached to the home is still there. Anything that was a fixture. So we're really making sure that the home is just in the same condition it was when you made that offer. So once we sign off on that, really, we just wait. Everything, um, the, the loan will fund. Your uh, down payment will go through into uh, to the bank uh, via escrow, and we're good to go. And you close on your house, and now you're moving into your home. So you can see there's a massive process when you go from beginning, from the time that you start to the time that you end. And really, when you sit down with your agent, they need to sit down and talk to you all the way through. And especially if you're a first-time home buyer, um, you need to find someone that is going to really uh, hold your hand, if you will, and be there to answer any questions because you're going to have a million questions. What is this? What is um, your deposit look like? How, do I have to put a deposit down? How much is that? Where does that go? Um, you're going to have just 
a, a plethora of questions that you're going to need answered and having an agent that can answer them and is there for you and is able to walk you through that and really try to answer those questions before you even have them. That's what makes a good agent and that's someone that you need to find. So when you're out there and you're interviewing those agents and you're meeting them and you find that person that you drive with, just make sure that they have a... Um, a solid strategy and unfortunately it's not always the the person like your your friend that just got their license or has been even in, been in business for a while you might you may have to 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 look at your best interest and really just make sure that they're they're the right one for you and 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 they have a solid plan so Hopefully, you guys found this super uh, informative. Uh, I, I love working with buyers. I think they're so much fun. It's so exciting to give keys to a buyer, especially when, when, when they're first-time home buyers. It's just awesome. I remember being a first-time home buyer, and it's just so amazing. So it's something that you really want to look at and uh, just make sure that you, you go in eyes wide open. That's what I would say. Just, just, just always have your eyes open and have as much uh, information as possible. So as always, if you have any questions, please email us at zwolak z-w-o-l-a-k at firstteam.com or you can call or text at 949-345-1183 also if there's anything that you want to hear about in upcoming episodes please let us know and we will be back next week with another episode and i hope you guys have a fantastic week be productive and we'll talk soon